0: You're listening to Grant's Rants. Subscribe and spread the word. There are a lot more rants to come. Listen anytime on all major
1: podcasting platforms. And now, back to the show. The ranting continues. I am joined by Hollywood Lee and welcome back.
0: Thank you, thank
1: you. I imagine you have watched Bethany, this show, the, the big shot with Bethany. Now, I have to start off at the top by saying, I am associated with HBO and HBO Max. These opinions are my own, and I know nothing about the show, how it was produced, its performance, backstory, outcomes, nothing. This is strictly from me watching, just like you, the show, and reacting basically to Bethany. And um, I did talk about this on the Pink Shade Patreon page. There's a lot of Bethany in the show. This is Bethany turned all the way up, right?
0: Oh my god, yes. Like, just to say also, these opinions are my own. I was only on HBO, but I have nothing to do with them. <laughs> okay, no. So the whole, okay, are we talking about like the first couple episodes or the whole show, like the last four episodes? Because the first two episodes, I hated it so much because it was like Bethany overload. Overload. Like now, oh my God. So much. But I yeah. feel like now it's starting to calm down. But there's just like no structure to the show, it's no just format. Like a, yeah. All free for all. She looks hot and everything. I like Zach came on my podcast and he was like, Bethany looks hot and everything. And I'm like, yeah, but she's also like polarizing and very judgmental. And she's still just a hardcore bitch.
1: Oh yeah. And turned up. She's like celebrating herself for, and with all of this, I mean, the reviews are not great. Jezebel called it a faux feminist torture porn show. Um, like that's what they, (laughs) those were the words they used. I'm paraphrasing how I said it, but that's a faux feminist torture porn. No format. Now I admittedly love the celebrity apprentice, the apprentice you know, I've said this a bunch has nothing to do with who was overseeing it. um, But just the format of it, the tasks, the way it was edited. I mean, Carson Kressley running around a cruise ship. I mean, it was just so entertaining to me. Like I need a structured show. So this one's a little difficult when all of a sudden she like makes everyone stand in front of her in this like weird kitchen. And all of a sudden it's an elimination. Like what, you know, I need like, drama i, I didn't feel like, like she eliminates
0: someone every five minutes too she's like oh let's just go into a sudden death elimination challenge
1: yeah and i like that she tries to throw these twisted people which i could see a mile away coming anyway they're all like they all have to act like so surprised that she's like gonna like involve them in like something that she's doing like what do you think go in with an open mind know that you're going to be like this is torturous like i don't know i did listen to that nicole rose on uh on zach's uh, no on um Oh, it was uh, Jacques Peterson's podcast, Unpopular Opinion. And I, I mean, I, I still don't care for her.
0: <laughs> I mean, she- She's painful. She's painful. Yeah. She's desperate. Um, just because she's good for the show doesn't mean that I want her on my podcast and I don't think she's annoying. Right. Yeah, she, yeah, she's great for the show, but she's still f- annoying. She still said DJ Rose like a thousand times. If that person came up to me at a party, I would walk away.
1: Well, you know, I, everyone knows I, I hate the influencer culture and influencers. So I was officing Bethany, just like freaking like, like just take a bite out of this chick, like eat her for lunch. Like I enjoyed it to a degree, but I could also kind of see both sides, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's stupid that she's on the show. She's clearly there for TV. She's not going to win again. I don't know the outcome at all, but like just having watched, Hundreds of hours of reality TV. Like, she's not going to win this. What she has to realize she's wasting her time, And, and Bethany has to feel like she's wasting her time with her as well.
0: She is, Grant. She's not going to hire any of those people. She's not going to hire any of them to work at her company. You know what the what the realistic job position is? It's exactly what she did for Corey. Like You're going to end up being a personal assistant. You think you're going to be running one of Bethany's companies or sub-companies? I don't think so. If she's never hired anybody by now, she is dead definitely not going to do it now. She's not just a narcissist, she's also extremely controlling. And I think that probably mm-hmm. had a factor in her business success. I think it had a factor in the demise of her divorce. And I think it's probably why she falls into that category w- whether it's in real life or on television, either you love me or you hate me. You know, she did make me laugh and that's the very it's the easiest way for me to like you and to my heart make me laugh i'm very easy like rupaul says like just make me laugh make me laugh mm-hmm. she did make me laugh when she hired Corey. she goes oh, i just hired the guy that asked me to go topless at my photo shoot <laughs> like that was funny to me she's like i'm like there she is that's funny to me you right. know but like the first couple episodes she's spying on them from her bedroom and then goes down very and eliminates strange. yeah and eliminates very half odd. of them based on like a nothing no yeah, a,
1: a response uh, yeah like that girl with the socks She kept asking her how well what do you mean i don't get it i don't understand what do you do She's like, well, I, I work in. i work in marketing wow. wow how does that work yeah well like i i cater to clients how like, like <laughs> so, who the hell wouldn't
0: break if you asked me how five thousand times? i
1: know i know so yeah it's it's like i mean unbearable. Those first two episodes, if anyone can get past that and continue to watch, God bless them, because I did. And I actually, like, again, I love elimination competition shows. However, I needed a format with this. But the reviews are not good. And, you know, Bethany has gotten a lot of bad press for this. I know she's got a lot of different irons in the fire as we're led to believe. But, like, I don't know what the future is or something like this, because I don't know. I, I think she's best in an ensemble form. I, I don't know if she's great on her own. Just saying.
0: Yeah, I I've loved Bethany for a long time and I've also like been sick of her for a long time. I don't know. I don't know. Like it's definitely a mess. I'm definitely going to continue watching um but I'm not crazy about the show, but I am starting to like it a little bit more. Like it's 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 you know she really should have just followed the apprentice format to a T it happens and it's expected in your first season. Look at the first season of RuPaul's Drag Race. It was exactly the America's Next Top Model format. Mm -hmm. And now it's its own entity. So it's like, Bethany, you got to trust the format. You can't just free for all. Oh, just because you make a bunch of little quickie, quirky jokes in the confessionals, you think we're going to love your show. Like, no, you still got to have some structure and you still got to treat everybody with respect. Like, I feel like she came in extremely judgmental. She was a bulldog. And if you were a Chihuahua in the situation, you're not on the show anymore. Like the people that are left are like the dogs that were her size. In my opinion, like she wasn't going to go to Corey and be like, how, 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 how in front of everybody, you know, of course she did it to that little sock lady.
1: (laughs) The thing is with this show, I just went. I think most people came into it with the expectation that this would be like the Unapprentice-like show especially because that was her background and it made sense and it's more about Bethany than it is the contestants than it is about the job and it's taking some adjustment because Bethany is a lot and she's not the most likable so it's a, it's just an odd approach and I think it took everybody off guard like, I know it took me like way off guard. Like, I was like, what is this? Now I kind of get it. It's like, you have to go for this ride with Bethany. She's in the driver's seat. It's her show. And then everybody else is like two rows back. So, okay. I mean, I will, I will finish it out. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, Bethany claims to be horrible at social media, but she's going to be doing a little better than Tori Spelling. Are, are you looking at this Instagram account? I just recently discovered this. What chaos? You know, uh, The here's the thing with Tori
0: Spelling. Like, I knew we were going to talk about her today. And I was just thinking, I, I had a long reflective thought about Tori Spelling when walking my dog last night. And, like, I've realized that I have a soft spot for Tori Spelling. You know, Um, Donna Martin will graduate. <laughs> <laughs> Donna Martin, graduate. Now, honestly, I really do have a soft spot for Tori Spelling because... I just feel like she got the bad end of the stick, you know, growing up that freaking rich with such a crazy, rich, famous family. And then to get nothing as an adult from that, I I feel like she's held her own. She's done what she's needed to do to survive. And honey, that, that Instagram... That's proof. That is what she's still doing. It is so all over oh. the place. Oh, yeah. All over the place. But you know what, though? It's it. what she has to do to survive. She don't have that Aaron Spelling money, Grant.
1: Yep. Let me say, though, I'll start with a positive with this critique of the Instagram, but I think Tori looks pretty good. She does. I think the hair is good. The makeup is good. Of course, this is all these. I mean, I'd say about like nine and a half out of ten shots are laid out to be ads. So, like you know, there's people. I'm sure she's hiring people to make her stuff look that good. It's not really off the cuff, but I mean, she looks good. I'm, I'm impressed. The yeah. I'm impressed. Like, I thought her whole Instagram would be like her crying, posting memes, like black and white images, like just of like all the stray children. But like, no, it's really like her. Like, I mean, those kids, they all need haircuts. So I'm still gonna be a little critical of that, Tori. You're gonna get them to supercuts. Fantastic you are gonna figure it out. But um, I I like you know, I found Glenn Close's Instagram to be pretty wild, and then I came upon Tori's. But I did follow Tori's Instagram recently. But I think I like most Instagrams, they kind of have like a window for me. I don't know how long it'll last because so much of it is fab, fit, fun, uh, outfits, makeup, clothing. It's all a commercial. And then in between all that litter is her trying to figure out how to use reels, rubbing like fried chicken on her bathing suit and singing Britney Spears songs. I, I don't know what's going on, but she's on trial basis in my feed
0: oh my god instagram has just gotten so absolutely ridiculously horrible at the same time it's like tori spelling is rubbing fried chicken on her bathing suit for reels because she's trying to figure out reels i think we are all trying to figure out reels (laughs) right right trying to figure out why it's still there like honey you're not going to be tiktok get over it if you can't even be snapchat how are you going to be TikTok? You know what I mean? Like, get over
1: it. She's on we, vacation. She'll go to Snapchat
0: for the best filters. Like, Instagram oh. just needs to stick to what it's good at, which is th- th-
1: this one. She's on vacation constantly, but all she does is tag the hotel or the hotel chain. So, you know, it's all I'm assuming it's all paid for if she's doing absolutely.
0: That. Yeah. So, I mean, the, that's why she's doing it.
1: Yeah. It's a little much,
0: you know, that's it's what I'm saying. Much, like, but, she's okay. still doing what she needs to do to survive, Grant. This yeah. is survival.
1: Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I mean, she's full influencer, you know, sitting there on a grassy lawn with the FabFitFun box open. I mean, you know, it's like.
0: <laughs> and he, <sighs> I mean, did you watch her reality show with her husband? Bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah. like even when you saw that, like it was drenched in desperateness. You yeah. Know? And she wasn't afraid to say, like, yeah. This is what I'm doing because I need money. Like, I don't care. Like, I have a gang of children to feed, you know? So I I don't know. And then I saw some crazy video alluding to some sort of makeup launch as well. So it's Oh, I
1: think she does have. Yeah, I, I don't really know. I mean, probably. Wouldn't that make the most sense? Now, let's turn to. Ellen, who's done not a moment too soon. Again, the opinions here are my own, but um, she is claiming it's just not a challenge anymore. Um, I'm sure it wasn't a challenge to cash those big checks, though, either. And you are still doing that, so um, you know everything's been said. There's a great um, opinion piece that I want to reference, uh, but first, Leon, what do you make of this this uh, announcement?
0: Bye. Have a good have a good, have a good <laughs> life, Ellen. Thank you. Yep. And the whole Ellen thing is just so surprising. And that piece that you're going to reference is such a great, eloquent, written piece of structure with thought. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. It's like we've come so far and we can't forget about everything that she's been through. Like, I get it and stuff, but I feel like her message, yeah, it just came back to bite her, bite her in the ass. And, and you know... These days, it's like as much as we love the drama, people love to forgive and move on. But you got to do the right thing, which is like you got to admit all the stuff. Accountability. Yeah, you really have to throw in the accountability card. It is very important these days if you want a redemption story, if you want to have a full circle moment. You know, we love an ending to this kind of... um, rise and fall so it's like i feel like at the end of the day she would have been much better just taking accountability for everything maybe a sweet send-off would have been better than a better than a bye bye felicia because right now that's how i feel i'm like bye felicia
1: yeah i mean it's it's unfortunate because i was really like happy to see this show do so well i was an early adapter i remember watching the first episode with jennifer aniston bring her the welcome mat and was quite the best for the show and like Yeah, it's changed. Um, There's a think piece that NBC News put out. Uh, The title is Ellen DeGeneres' show Ending Underscores the LGBT Icons Complex Hypocritical Legacy. And I just want to read a really quick little excerpt from this so we can react to. But I think this was the strongest part of this piece. It's not that very long. So if someone wanted to look it up, it's not not a big, long read or anything. It's not like Erica Girardi's LA Times piece, which took me like two hours. Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, I didn't even read it. I, I, Ugh. I- I just listened to all the podcasts to catch up
1: on the the tea. (laughs) Well, here's this portion of the think piece. Our culture has moved into an era of authenticity and accountability, a movement heavily resisted by those who cry cancel culture. Societal societal resistance to change is not surprising, but what is surprising is how Ellen has acted behind the scenes during this time of cultural change. This past year's allegations are revelations, which for industry insiders and queer people with any connection to the community have heard rumors about for years. just ellen's kindness was a fiction masquerading as authenticity all along so there's a lot in here this article absolutely credits her though for making quote-unquote gay people just like you and uh that's very true i mean no one could take that away from her legacy i do want to credit her for that but like you said at the top lee and it's it's unfortunate that this is how she's choosing to go out with no accountability whatsoever, not a great look. She could change the narrative. I guess she doesn't want to.
0: Honestly, I like just to preface it to like my love for Ellen. Like, you can come into my home and go into my guest room and look through my DVDs that I've had for like 30 years, 20 years. Like, Ellen was like one of the first ones that I owned. And like her stand up back in the day is so good and it's so. Relatable, mm-hmm. And it really had nothing to do with like her. Oh, like I'm going to make the whole thing about me being gay. It was about her as a person. And that's what made everyone fall in love with her and, and kind of just wipe away the gay thing. You know, she really made us like you and me, like, like, like the oh. article says. So I don't want to take anything away from that. I'm a really big fan, but I, I'm not anymore. And I really feel like. I don't answer
1: for that anymore. <laughs> I know. Not- I, get, I get you though. I get you. No.
0: Like when she said. Uh, when they, they talked about everything that's happened. She said. Oh it's all so stupid. And I didn't really want to address it. Because I didn't have a platform to do it on. And I'm like. What the f- are you talking about? Yeah. Like you could have came out. With no music. With no
1: producer monologue, nothing, and just talked from your heart. She has one of the largest platforms, both digitally and on a syndicated talk show. So I don't want to hear that. It made no
0: sense. That's why I'm just like, if your summary of all of this is just so stupid, honey, no, no, you have to take some accountability. You have to take, you know, you should, you could have even been like, you know what? I created a very successful brand and that took a lot of tough years and tough decisions, and maybe not the best decisions, the way I handled things, maybe the way I ran my business. It is very successful, but maybe because I had to run some people down
1: for it. And for that, I apologize. Or,
0: yeah. I don't know. She I just mean, took that no was, accountability. That's, yeah, exactly.
1: Nothing. That's what it comes down to. That's what it boils down to, accountability of what happened what 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 the world has you know, really kind of said about her all these last years. I mean, I think, like you went, you mentioned like the early stand up. it was very relatable. I feel like as she got bigger and bigger and everywhere and made more and more money, she lost that touch with reality. And the relatability factor is just kind of lost. And I think that's evident of how she's reacting here in my point of view. Bad Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing, I just can't not talk about this before we head out. Nicki Minaj, no talent whatsoever. Now she's on the Instagram promoting new music, topless with a hat that says "Icon." I have never been a fan. I am Team Lil Kim. This is no surprise. But um, I thought we were kind of done with Nicki here. I mean, this is—I thought she would be above this at this stage in her career. That in order to get people to check out her music, she's going to. Post topless pictures.
0: Now I agree with the little Kim thing. Like she is the queen of hip hop. She's who started it all. So when I was younger, that's who was hot. But we have—I don't know—I don't know, Grant. Like you can tell when Nicki Minaj is just like you know sitting on the Stephen Colbert show and she just starts rapping out of nowhere. You could tell she's talented. Like the Cardi B's of the world. Now that I will question because I'm like, did you really write that rap or was it your husband? You know what I mean, but as far as like talent, I I I have to give it to Nicki Minaj. I do think she's talented. Um, As far as music, like I I I like the title of the new album, "Beam Me Up, Scotty," like "Ode to the Nerds" or "Ode to Star Trek." Um, As far as the boobs and the topless thing, like that doesn't bother me. I love boobs. Show them off. Get topless. It's part of the the hip-hop culture anyway um i'm not mad at it i'm not mad at nikki now if you want to go after like cardi i like cardi too but i could see where she's not that good she's not that good of a rapper her grammy performance was terrible um and then i always question whether she really writes her own things
1: well my opinion is nikki is a top 40 artist she's not a rapper i don't I don't give her that title. I don't think she is at all. I just I know she can do it, but the the majority of her music is just like for radio, and I just it don't- is pop. I just don't care about what she's got to say. I, she is one of those artists and we all have one that like the radio can be on in the background and you don't even know what, what song is on. When you hear that voice, there's something about her voice that just turns me off and it has nothing to do with female rappers. Cause my <laughs> favorite, favorite of all time, are like, again, Lil' Kim, I love Sweetie. I love the Doja Cat of it all. I love, um, uh, cash doll so it's I'm, I'm cool with female rappers there's just something about nikki i just I, I i can't see it and i like to joke that she has no talent because it ruffles so many feathers it stirs the pot it is a good conversation starter because yeah. some people when you say that get so angry at me it's, and it's true i could see it. it's funny it's funny because yeah i mean they got this like it's like when you talk about lvp like if you talk bad about lvp on twitter you're destroyed you know you know you dance to start star trek i mean starships. starships i used to work out to starships i remember like that would give me like a, a push i'll give her that okay we'll go back to 2011 i'll credit her for the, uh, a song in 2011 but on that note <laughs> we're gonna get out of here but thank you leah for uh, ranting with me on this episode of the rants
0: thank you for having me um it's always fun to come on here and And talk to you, Grant. You know, Grant is special to me. Um, He's the first person that I ever podcasted with. So I I never, never not give him credit. I always throw him a little shout out because I literally learned everything that I know about podcasting from Grant Rudder. I say it all the time.
1: Thank you so much. Like, I forget that you say that. And every time you say it, I'm like, oh, my God, that's so nice. It's so humbling. Like, I really do appreciate that. And I'm glad because your show is doing well. And I'm, I'm happy about that. Like, good for you.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah. And, and where can people out. find
1: it? Yeah, yeah. Tell us about the show.
0: Yes, yeah, so when you're done playing on this playground, come play in mine. There's room for all of us. I'm Hollywood go. Leon. The show is called Everyone Is Terrible. It's a TV pop culture podcast, celebrities, everything that's hot right now. We're talking about. Um, I just covered the big shot as well. So if you want to hear what I have to say, um, some additional tea, uh, log on to that, hear that. I just covered Roni. I'm gonna be covering the Shaws of Sunset. Hopefully they're fun again. I'm gonna be covering the Selena series. Um, you comes out later on uh, on Netflix so yeah come check out who I just voted most terrible um, a little hint she's from Real Housewives of Atlanta and she just mm. stole someone's husband <laughs> yeah so come check out to see who has voted most terrible on everyone is terrible on Apple and Spotify and on Holly McLean
1: bye thanks to Leon I love you guys for listening and as always we'll be back with more rants
0: this has been Grants Rants. Follow Grant on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grants Rants. Cover art created by Howie Rone. Original theme music by Alexander Arntzen. The Grant Michael Collection.